Welcome to another episode, Parts Now Known, episode four, season five. This is not Madagascar, as Ben said it would be on last week's episode. This is Budapest. Because yeah, Ben can't read. Uh, also, it's probably one of the more forgotten episodes of the series because it's pretty boring. Um, it's not the best episode. It's totally a one for Bourdain episode. Which usually we like, though, I feel like. Eh, I mean, the Morocco one. Uh, this is giving me a lot of Morocco vibes. Like he yeah, wants but to not talk as to. Cool. Yeah, yeah. He, just, he wanted to talk to this, you know, the cinematographer, uh, which his name is. Uh, I got it here. Vilmos Zygmunt. Yeah. Worked on Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Deer Hunter, some movie called McCabe and Miss Miller. I don't know. Was that with Clint? Was Clint in that? They showed a clip, but I couldn't tell who was on the horse. I don't know. Maybe. The Long Goodbye, heard of it, never seen it, and then Deliverance, which we all know, with the banjo going down the river. That's right. Burt Reynolds, leather vest. Bow and arrow. Bow and arrow, yeah. I think it's John Voight with the bow and arrow. I don't know. Maybe they all have bows and arrows. Uh, yeah. I'm really big fan of any movie that uses a bow and arrow. Like like when Rambo shoots that guy. You probably not. You probably didn't watch this trash growing up like I did. (laughs) It's been a long time since I've seen Rambo. It's the one where they go. He goes back to Vietnam to rescue the POWs. It sounds like Rambo Three, I would guess. Rambo I think Rambo Three is Afghanistan <laughs> against the Russians. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, Rambo Three goes to Afghanistan. He does, and then there's a there's a really funny part in there where he's showing the guy. I mean, this is the '80s. The guy had never seen a glow stick. He's like. Lose. And he like shows the guy the, the, the clothes, he cracks it. He goes, What does it do? He goes, It turns blue. And that's literally the dialogue. <laughs> that's, that's how he describes the clothes, it turns blue. So, um, but yeah, there's a really famous scene of like, there's this guy, this like NV, I guess he's still NVA, and he's like shooting at Rambo. Like they see each other from like 50 meters away, right? We're getting tactical, so you gotta go meters. Um, <laughs> And he starts firing at him with uh, like a nine millimeter pistol, and he misses him. And then he's like, "Oh no!" And then Rambo is like the whole time is just like loading up his bow, but it's not a regular bow, Ray. <laughs> it's got an explosive tip. Oh, okay. So he shoots the guy, and then the guy explodes. So he's no longer Viet Cong, then, right? Yeah, but as as far as I know, uh, our guy did not work on that movie. <laughs> no, um, I, don't, I don't think he... he probably has like four Oscars or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I didn't look him up. Um, I mean, at the time of filming this, he had to be like he was around for basically the Russian occupation of Budapest after World War II, and he was like in a college, like he was in film school, so it was like college age. So he's got to be he, when they were filming this, like in his eighties. He might be dead now, for all I know. It's very possible. Who knows? COVID and all, you know. Yeah, because um, I think he was 20 in 1956, right? Something like that. I 1956, mean, I looked it up. I looked up yeah. when the revolution was, and it was 1956. Um, so, yeah, he was really old. I don't feel like doing the math right now, but uh, that'd be is he, is he dead? Uh, yeah, I guess he died shortly after this. I mean, oh, January okay. 1st, 2016. So, yeah, like soon in, after. In Big Sur, not a bad way to go out, I guess, if you're going to go out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Research department coming in late on that one. Thanks, though. 
<laughs> yeah, Ben already Ben just got that though. <laughs> just literally, I just read it out. Like I just read that he died in 2016. We're uh, our research department is just a little slow today. That's all. Well, Slagging. the episode was slow, much like the Deer Hunter, which we just got done discussing. Um, yeah, Deer Hunter is. You've worked on that movie, and I, it's like a three and a half hour movie, I think, and it's very slow, like extremely slow paced. You wouldn't believe how many shots of somebody working in a steel mill you could put into one, you know, half hour segment, but they figured it out with that one. I was so excited about that movie because you always see the clip of like De Niro and uh, Walken playing. It's like an hour in, I think, too. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's going to be like an awesome like Vietnam. And then you start watching, you're like, ew. It's like the hills of Pennsylvania, and there's mining coal and shit for an hour. And he's like hunting, and it's like it's all gray. And you're like, what? Does something blow up eventually? Like I just went into because at that time, like I'd probably watch like you know Rambo, maybe Platoon. You know, I didn't have a lot of exposure to like real films, so I'm just sitting there with this like, this is fucking awful. Like, and I was I would like to revisit it, but I also don't know that I have three hours. Where I might just start drooling on myself while I'm <laughs> Much like this episode. It wasn't that. There were some cool parts. Like it's, It looks part, really beautiful. Once, like the he, city. once he starts talking. It's all downhill once basically he starts talking to uh, the cinematographer there, Vilmos. After that, it's just it falls. There's a part where they're like talking about gypsy music. I wasn't paying attention at all. Um, they had some sort of like feast at somebody's home. I wasn't really paying attention to that part either at that point. Yeah, I think I said this before we... Uh... The most interesting guy he had on was the the poet guy at the beginning. Was when they went to that uh, like the New York cafe. And yeah, all that see, stuff. that was really interesting. That part was, but yeah, the second half, not great. Yeah, see, we needed more of the like traditional travel show shit to just piece it together, I feel like. Yeah. It was, it was more of like an interview in this guy's life story, and I guess we just don't care it's just it's tough because it's like you kind of know the story i mean you don't know that's you know the hungarian revolution and stuff like all that might be new but you kind of know all that because it happened in numerous places you know yeah after post-world war ii there's the power vacuum soviet union takes over a bunch of it a lot of people don't want to be under soviet rule but they are all that kind I of thought stuff communism is good and capitalism is bad right uh, it depends on, I guess, what uh, country platform you're going for. <laughs> I can't imagine why someone would want to get out of the Russian system of government in that time. I'm not sure either. But this might be the shortest Parts Not Known episode that we do. I don't know, okay? I mean, you know. We already talked about the highlight, which is at the beginning of the episode, where they just, in this really old cafe, were... Do, all right, do we really think... It was that romantic back then where they're like, so yeah, you could get phone calls here, man. Like he wasn't talking like this, but this is how I was hearing it in my head. <laughs> so you could get your mail here. You could just pay a couple bucks and just drink coffee all day and everybody would leave you alone. It's not like it is now. Was that real or is that like how people want to remember it? I think it's probably a mix. Yeah. I mean, the, the phone call thing is weird because it's like a, it kind of sounds cool. She's like, oh, you could get phone calls here back in the day when nobody else could get, like, a phone call to their house. But it was also like, how far back are we going? Because the phone has been around for, like, a while. 
because that was Marconi who kind of like invented all that and Morse Cove and stuff with the Titanic and yada 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 yeah and it all kind of comes from that because that's in Wellfleet on Cape Cod well it's been there a few hundred years right yeah so, so it's prior to the phone so it's like are we talking like the 1920s when it was cool like when did it stop being cool I'm gonna guess World War One. Yeah. when they well I mean I don't want to blame the Austro-Hungarian Empire completely but uh, they definitely had a hand in it, you know, and they uh, paid the price. Yeah, World War One's weird because it's just it's just everybody's in a trench, and then they get up and they run, try and run to the other side. A bunch of people get shot, then they run back, and then the other side runs, and it's just kind of, that's all that pretty much happens, and eventually it ends. Yeah, it's basically like every war for like the three hundred years before that, except they're like now we have machine guns. Yeah. Because, like, they were still doing the, like, well, we're just going to get in rows and come at you. And, well, no, you can't do that anymore. And they're like, oh, I'll, I'll show you that we can. <laughs> right. Like, well, I mean, there was one battle where a million people died, right? Uh, probably. I think it's the Battle of Verdun. I'm going to look that up. Fill some time with all the great content from the episode, right? <laughs> while, I'm, while I'm looking this up. No, I mean, Budapest itself is, is pretty cool. I've heard, you know pretty good things from people that have gone there uh basically the danube river splits it right in half pretty much on you know the right side or the eastern side is kind of asia left side or the western side is europe um so buddha is the left side that's europe pest is asia buddha's also like the higher side of the two so it's like looking down and pest is looking up and there's like some religious context and stuff between that um, border of the Roman Empire, apparently, too, as well, because the lower half of the city was too difficult to defend. So they just basically were like, yeah, this is a natural barrier. Like, we're going to stop here kind of deal. So, you know, I don't know too, too much about, like, the history of Budapest. Um, it shows up in a lot of movies when you need to film, like, a Eastern European scene or maybe there's a bomb that's going to blow up. Something like that, you know, yeah, a Mission Impossible. Prague. Uh, Prague's another one. That DMX movie, I feel like they went to Budapest. Which DMX movie? Rest <sighs> in peace. Oh, not um, sorry. Vin Diesel, sorry. Oh, Triple X? That one, yeah. I feel like that's always Prague. Are you sure you're not getting Prague and Budapest mixed up? I mean, it could be, it could be Prague in the film, but they filmed it in Budapest. Like, who knows? You know yeah, you're mean? right. And it's there's enough movies to where, like, we could both be right. Yeah. You know? Like, you've just seen more of the Budapesty ones than I'm like... I'm always thinking about Prague, you know, yeah. or I just, or I've seen Budapest and call it Prague. So whoever's got the best tax credit system probably is right. getting most of the work. In also, terms I was of way film. off on the, the number of people killed at the Battle of Verdun. It was um, only like two, 300,000. So casualties were like 800,000. Oh yeah. Because I mean, if you get hit, nicked with like just shrapnel from a piece of wood, like you're probably dying. Yeah, from infection, basically. Not a good point. time. Not a good time. Did you ever watch uh, that Peter Jackson movie, like "They Shall Not Grow Old" or whatever? And they had they used real footage and they spent all this time colorizing it. It's really interesting. But they were talking about people would just die. They would have essentially like these boardwalks where they weren't really raised. It would just be wood laid on the mud so you could walk across it. Yeah. And sometimes someone would just accidentally fall off of the platform, and they. The mud was so thick; it was like quicksand. You could they would die in the mud. You would just die in the mud. Oh, I didn't. I never knew that. No. I mean, that's just. 
I hope I'm remembering that right. World, I don't know. World War One's a really weird. Like they don't make a whole lot of movies about it. I mean, 1917 was obviously the most recent, but there, there's also just not a whole lot to like, like almost like dramatize kind of thing for like Hollywood movies, for whatever reason. It's just not. It's like oh yeah, this side, that side. Well, yeah, and that's kind of crazy that they're even able to do. Because 1917 is sort of like Saving Private Ryan, in that you're just following this small. It's one guy, but like you're following like a small group through this war, and like that's just the backdrop. We're like, got to get the yeah. Um, But yeah, I think it's really hard to do that with World War One because, like you say, like the war was just sitting in a trench. You know, Vietnam is probably a lot easier to make a movie about because you're in the jungle, shit's happening. You know, you have these engagements, whereas like. You're just filming big battles and then just dying from starvation and <laughs> like um, like cholera, like all the like just yeah. bad trench diseases. People I think that's get. why like medieval times movies never work either. Like they've tried to make King Arthur happen what like five six times and it's it, amazing Game of Thrones. But they had to and, put dragons in there, you know, to make Game of Thrones work. Yeah, and even then, like Game Game of Thrones didn't really I feel like catch on until like the third season before people were like, whoa. I feel, I feel like it was possibly going to get canceled. Really? I don't know. Yeah, I, you, I feel like it. Yeah, you know more about that than I have no knowledge I know. of how that was going. But then they, like, messed up the ending, and now nobody cares about that show whatsoever. Yeah. Like, no one is anyone rewatching that? No. Knowing what the ending is? like mm. No, there's no way. Or at least I'm not. No. Whereas, like, Band of Brothers, I've probably seen 20 times. Yeah, I watched that not too long ago. The Pacific is not as good. Not even close. I don't understand how also, that got messed miserable up. Miserable fucking. I mean, they're just tired, malnourished. You're in the jungle. Nobody's made. I mean, nobody's really made a good World War Two focusing on like the Pacific side of things. You have movies about Pearl Harbor. You have that weird CGI one that they did about Midway, which I never watched because of the whole thing CGI. Um, Clint Eastwood made those two. Yeah, those aren't. I've. I, they're not great. Excuse me. I don't remember. Uh, they're pretty slow. Okay. But one's like. Uh, what? Wait. There is one with Nicolas Cage. That one's even. That I don't like. That. That's not good. Code Talker. Yeah, I don't like it. You think they? I think it's. I think it's because. Um, what is his name? Adam Beach. He's the Navajo guy. He's a terrible actor. But you need somebody who has the Native American background to play that role. And it's like... Yeah. You, you don't have a whole lot of options, I feel like, for professional actors that come from, like, you know what I mean? Probably at that time. I don't know how big the casting list is for... Yeah, I don't either. You know, the screen tests, how many they had to do for... What about the one where the... Uh, this was a decent movie where the guy is um, a conscientious objector, and so he's a medic. It's like... Oh, uh, is that the one that Mel Gibson directed? Something Ridge. Yeah, it's um, not Heartbreak Ridge because that's a Clint Eastwood movie, but it's like, it's, yeah, and it's he keeps going up the hill or the yeah. whatever and bringing people down. He's a medic. Not a bad, I'm just saying not a bad movie. Yeah, but I mean, Mel Gibson directed it, and I just can't stand for that, Ben. Uh, well, you know, I looked. Have you forgotten what he said, Ben? Uh, I mean, I don't really get caught up on the director <laughs> as much, you know? And he's back. He's in like a shit ton of movies. They were just talking about that on a podcast. I was listening to and they're like yeah he's got like f- seven movies in like production right now either like pre or post could, i wonder if he can just bankroll himself 
Or if there's like some like Aryan nation dude that's like, hey, liked what you said, brother. <laughs> and he just is like cutting checks to the guy. I mean, I don't, know, I don't know how that all works. Or did he apologize? Can you apologize for saying like wildly racist stuff? I think just he, being like, I mean, I, he like I've been drunk a lot and I don't say like I hate Jewish people. Yeah. He's, yeah, he has the drunk thing is kind of the scapegoat. Then he went away for a while. And to I guess re, the rehab move, right? Yeah, which everybody sees through now. Yeah. It, but it was also like pre cancel culture, too. So it was kind of like, I mean, shit, even Kevin Spacey's back. So talk about a show that went off the fucking deep end as soon as <laughs> as soon as he left that show it was such hot garbage. Yeah, they probably should have just like ended it or just it would have would have yeah, I don't know, it would have been pretty wild if like Netflix was like, eh, we're just still going to do one more season." Do you know what's crazy to me? One of the facts from about Budapest is and I if you ask this trivia question, like which country had the first subway system in continental Europe I would not have gone with Hungary no like I that was interesting to me to realize what a cultural center it was prior to war and all of that um, that was interesting I don't know what it's like I would I would have probably guessed Italy just because of Da Vinci like he would have surely thought of like the subway system at some point right you yeah, know what I mean yeah kind of thing. I was gonna go Germany would have been my guess but yeah. who knows um, but yeah, that part was pretty interesting. You know, what about that chicken liver paprikash thing that looked delicious? Did you see that? Was that wasn't they're at the New York cafe that goose liver thing, which was like foie, but it's yeah. goose. Yeah, I mean that was uh, goose liver. No, 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 no. This was uh, or what? This is the thing that's like on a the pancake thing. Yes, with the chicken liver and the yeah, bone marrow that looked, sauce. That looked really good to me. It looked all right. I'd be more interested in the schnitzel. Yes. Just to see. But hold on, though, because I feel like when he was eating that kind of food in Scotland, you're like, I don't like that place. Like, the where they're frying everything? No. That's like, like the same it. shit. No, I like that place. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, we were talking about fish and chips. Now you could pretty much just eat that for your entire trip there if you really wanted to. Which is delicious. But no, I mean, there, there wasn't, like, the food, like, it all looked that they showed anyways it all looked good but there was nothing that was I've never seen that before mm-hmm. blood sausage we've seen you know your foie gras filet of perch lamb ragu like those are all pretty commonplace I feel like now so nothing was like whoa what's that that's only like kind of local to Hungary or uh, anything yeah, like that yeah well the other you know? thing I thought of too is when he's meeting with the guy that's like the butcher expert or basically like the butcher fanboy you know um I was like, how hard something. would that be to do like in america like do you know how hard it is to find a butcher that's shop? what i'm saying like he could actually he had like a little thing worked out where that's what he did just go around and try them all and i was like i guess i'd go to butcher and grocer and then drive to cleveland i mean what would i that's do that's the only butcher shop that i know of in columbus i'm sure there's others there's probably like some family Oh, I think one, there is like in Westerville like or some shit. Grove City, maybe. Maybe, but that's the only one that I really know of. Because I remember I did like a, this was probably a couple years ago, but like a Google search for like butcher, like where you could go get a really good piece of steak, or maybe it was like dry aged, and like nothing really came up. Yeah, it was like them. They dry aged stuff, but it's like I don't want to say randomly, but it's not something you can get all the time. Right. Yeah. So, but. um 
I thought the scene with like him identifying all the spices was pretty cool. I could I couldn't tell you what allspice smells like. I don't think. That was the only one that I was like, eh, I don't know. Because he's like, he got oregano, he got thyme, he got... Thyme? Thyme. I always say thyme. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> um, nah. Um, I always say thyme. I don't know. I mean... I'm conscious of the why, okay? What? T-H-Y-M-E. Yeah, but like the river, the river Thames. Like, there's just words like that in English where... Yeah, I know. I don't know. I'm just super conscious about it. I don't know. Okay. What, right. do, you want, what do you want from me? All right. It's one of those know. words I'm always going to get wrong. No, nah, I do that. I can't say uh, mature. Like how everybody else says, like, you're not very mature. Like I say, like, mature for some reason. Mature? Yeah, I can't say it. Oh, okay. I, I just tried three times. And it's, it's, <laughs> I can't do it. How do you feel about bathhouses? Because I don't quite understand well, I mean, the concept. What are we trying to get into here? Are you asking me about my private life? <laughs> Do you go to bathhouses often? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's what they are here. <laughs> Is that all? I'm like, you're dating for a big bathhouse guy. Yeah. Um, I don't think we even have any in Columbus. I've uh, never. That's something. I've I mean. also never Googled it. I'm, so. about, to, I'm about to. Um, Research will get on that. I don't get the appeal. Like, it's just a. It's a geothermal pool, right? Or a geothermal, like, hot tub? Yeah. It's also cold so often there, so I wonder if that's part of it. Yeah. I mean, do they have a summer? Because it didn't... I don't I mean, it's it one of those... It was gray the whole time they were filming this. I <laughs> it, think that was the other part It was of it. Part, partially snowing, too, in one of the kind of opening shots. But I don't... Like, it just seems like for Budapest or, like, Prague, you get, me, like, July... Like that's the mo- only month that you're, like you're gonna get it. It's warm. There is a club Columbus, by the way, and this is for Google. It just says gay sauna in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> I think all the bathhouses in Columbus are gay bathhouses. Oh, okay. So you can't like. Be I it. guess that makes sense. Like me and you aren't going to a bathhouse. It's not our culture. Well, you know? apparently we're not allowed to. I'm sure they would welcome us in. <laughs> I have no idea. They wouldn't be like, hey. <laughs> When's the last time you you kissed a man? If it's more than six months, we're going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> Let's see what... Ooh, they have chill lounges. Full range gym, cardio equipment, dry cedar sauna, eight man whirlpool. Eight. How do you so determine that a, it's eight? You just get in where you is it? Is there no, like, like, a testing is, facility and they're like, we so can only no, get eight in there? Hold on, hold on, hold on. My question is, is it a thing where it's just like, hey, I'm gay and I need a place to go work out? Or is it just like, is it kind of like, hey, man, like we're coming in this whirlpool? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it? It's like everybody knows. Is it the brick and mortar version of pick whatever gay dating app? Grinder. Sure. Okay. Is it the brick and mortar version of that? Like. You don't, it, you don't have to get on Grinder to meet somebody. You can just roll through here. Which would make sense because before the internet, like you would need a place like that. Yeah. Um, and then you just pay like a gym. But that's what I was fee. wondering. It's like, does everybody just go there and work out? Like, hey, you're gay. I'm gay. And that's it. Or is it like there's just a treadmill in the corner that no one's used for 30 years? And it's like, <laughs> it's like, hey, man. Like some guy goes in there and actually work out. And there was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah. 
I just wonder. I don't know. If you're gay and you've been to the bathhouse in Columbus, <laughs> right into the podcast. We're curious. Well, I would do a 15 minute segment on that. You know, yeah, it's going to be better than this, the uh, Budapest episode. Obscure things with Ben Nelson. Yeah, I I think we know. It's got to be the latter, right? It's definitely. I mean, I that would be my guess. Yeah, but there's a lot of amenities if it's just for sex, right? So I think it's ample parking. Is that like a reference to something? <laughs> Maybe it's just like 50-50. Like, yeah, you, we do have a lot of cool amenities if you're just feeling Yeah, like, that's what you want to go do. Totally but fine. like also, you know, we have this. You can just meet a bunch of people here too, you know? Yeah, meeting people. That's what, see, I took it in the next step, <laughs> which I shouldn't have done. You know, I should have just said. <laughs> Are you really? Can we get her on the mic? You're really going to say I'm crazy for thinking that? (laughs) Like, I'm crazy for thinking that? Yeah. I mean, orders have to take place somewhere. Exactly. (laughs) I mean... There's sex clubs. Yeah, I think Columbus is like the biggest city in terms of like swingers clubs, isn't it? I've heard that too. I know. I know that there's. At I've least heard that from several comedians on their like different podcasts. I have too. I didn't know it either. Most of them, which are like from Columbus, apparently. Yeah, and I'm not saying there's only orgies. That was my question to begin Kevin with, Smith and now said I feel like too. I'm getting. No, now I feel like I'm getting. No, I feel like I'm getting like castigated for saying that like there might be an orgy in the gay bathhouse. I, I don't. Is that outside, I don't, I don't is that outside the realm of possibility? <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. Well, your wife is. She's making me feel bad. Like I've like I'm <sighs> judging people or something. You know, it's not, I'm not judging anything. We're gonna have to cut this whole thing. I now I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's getting edited out of this. Yes, no, it has to be no, because now it's gonna seem like I'm like prejudiced against no. bathhouses. And I'm not. There's no prejudice. I know. Bathhouses. How do um This has nothing to do with hungry either. How do It's not a surprise. Yeah. How do you... I mean, people surely pee in the bathhouse, right? When they're in the no, water? No, I can't talk about this. Because she just gave me a complex. I was letting it flow, and I was having a good time. But, like, how do you get the... Because it's not, it's not like a chlorinated pool, right? So, like, how do you... How do you get the pee out? People peeing in the water, man. That just happens, you know? Like in a regular pool? Yeah. Because apparently, from some YouTube video I watched, I don't know if it's true or not, but if you can smell chlorine, that means there's an abundance of urine in the pool. Because the urine reacts with chlorine, the chlorine to make that smell, I guess. Could it also mean that there's an abundance of chlorine in the pool? No, nah, apparently, like... you got to get to the crazy level. Apparently, chlorine doesn't really have, like... It's, it, like, doesn't have a super strong smell. This is just the video like, like, that I'll they're doing. Bullshit now. <laughs> I'll, I'll find the video and send it to you. But because they measured like a private pool and like a public pool and tried to figure out how much like pee is in the pool. Shocker, there's more pee in the pool in the public pool. But why is that? I just think there's more. People? I think there's just more people. Yeah, using it. You know, you don't want to get out. You're all wet when you get out. So it's like, eh, I'm already here. Filtration system. It's humming along, you know? Anyways. Uh, that's kind of all I got. <laughs> there's, the, like, there's not much, man. 
it's not a great episode. It is pretty boring. Definitely looked at uh, my phone for a little bit in the back half. I don't know what else is going on in the world. I don't think we had a shooting last night, so that was good. I was really surprised. I figured we were going to have a shooting somewhere. Last night we didn't? Not that I know of, at least also, that I saw. to go back but... to the pen shooting, I couldn't find a news story about that. How did you hear about that? Which one? The one at Easton. Did you say there's like a shooting at the Pens It was Pens on Reddit. East? Reddit board. Oh. Yeah. Couldn't find it anywhere. I was like, I want because I wanted to know yeah. what happened. I guess nothing happened because they didn't even report on it. Uh, there's not a whole lot of follow up being done on some of these news stories. I mean, I don't, you know, the Makia Bryant thing. Like that's just in the wind now. Like yeah. nobody, like that was, you know, what a month ago, two months ago. Um, no real follow up on the one the guys that shot up uh, the local cantina downtown off Park Street. That was like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it is. Yeah, there's just so there's many. just like yeah, we're trying to find this dude who just walked in and unloaded like five shots. That was it. I, yeah, I mean, so, has this gotten worse over the past couple of years? Um, or are we just now paying attention to it? It's hard to tell if there's more, just more eyes on it, or if it's an uptick because of coming off covid lockdowns and restrictions and stuff so everybody's out it's summer it's warm but then also you know so people like don't know how to interact with people kind of almost anymore you just take them back to like this weird base level where it's like oh i got an argument i'm gonna pull a gun on somebody because that's what happened at that one that we had like last week at that sidecar place there's like some club underneath of it it's like right across the street from like the walrus yeah okay and it was like some Somebody, I think it was a lady, got into an argument with somebody. She pulled her gun, and then some other person there who had like their concealed carry. This is from I don't know, grain of salt here. Yeah. But some other person who was in there who had like their concealed carry or whatever pulled his gun and shot her because somebody pulled a gun randomly. And you yeah. Said, you know what I mean? And then she died or whatever. I guess. So, this is this is just. I mean, I mean, into more territory I know nothing about, much like the bathhouses. Um, who gets in trouble there? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, is the guy in trouble? Like, should, had, he, should he be in trouble for, like, killing someone that pulled a gun in a public place? That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, they can review whatever footage if they have any, but... Because I almost feel like he did the right... Because you don't know what someone's going to do with that gun. Yeah, it's a weird gray area thing. It's like, how do you charge somebody who probably discharge their weapon and self def- like self-defense almost like it's, it's yeah weird. i'd be curious to see what happens with that because like i don't know how also like the stand your ground law like fits in because we have that now i think so like is that him feeling threatened and he was standing his ground so it's okay like i have no yeah, idea if that is legal then yeah he should be so there there hasn't been any the only follow-up i saw was like the one girl like her car was missing because she i think the police took it for evidence because it was like right by the entrance or something and she's like, yeah, I'm trying to get my car back. And this happened like in the club? <laughs> I guess, yeah, which is like downstairs underneath the restaurant, which is like street level. I don't remember the name of the club. I think it starts with a V, but I'm not 100% okay. certain. Pelican Room. Okay, Pelican Room starts with a P. There we go. She was outside, wasn't she? Okay. Research department really picking it up over there, over the past, like since the beginning. There's a one <laughs> slip up early, but now, I mean, we hadn't even finished talking about it, and it's already, boom, facts. Yeah, I mean, that's what the research department's supposed to be doing. It's supposed to be anticipating where the conversation is going. <laughs> yeah, that's really easy to do, especially today. 
just talked about bathhouses and not well that actually had to do with hungary yeah um oh going back to last week there was a guy who did a whole bunch of research on um the uh wood like sawmills and stuff because we were talking about the microchip shortage oh yeah okay yeah 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 Yeah, now i'm following sorry (laughs) i was like where is he going with this what did like what you just mean like literally like the lumber shortage all right i got you (laughs) i thought this was gonna be some new virus we didn't know about there's some there's some beetle anyway uh so he did he pulled a whole bunch of like stock data and a whole bunch of stuff um from like the six biggest like sawmills like wood mill manufacturers or whatever and it's not that there's a shortage or actually outputting more than they were before covid and during covid like they've actually like almost doubled the amount of production it's just they raise prices and they've done it also in unison so it's basically like a wood cartel so they're it's kind of like price fixing but sounds like it can't really prove it yeah how do you prove it so that's why like lumber apparently is so expensive is they just all got together and were like yeah we're just gonna charge more now because nobody was buying anything for a year and a half because and they weren't making money so now it's like well we're gonna make that money back everything's double or whatever you know the increase is yeah yeah i saw this thing um so I, actually, that's where that all came from last week was that one-minute TikTok I watched where it was just like <laughs> breaking down all the problems that are happening with our economy right now. But it's just weird. I saw another one the other day. This guy bought a F-350 for $73,000, put 22,000 miles on it, and just sold it back to him for seventy-two. That seems... Yeah, I mean, okay. Like... Something's not right there, and like how that was his whole video. Like, he seemed like maybe he owned a small business or something. Um, and he's like, I don't know what this means, but it's not good. He's like, I, That's all I can think is that we're just like riding high right now, and there's well, yeah, did, you sent me that thing, I think, with that guy who's basically like, they the government has two choices either like let the stock market come down a bit. To balance out, yeah, the inflation or everything, or just keep printing more money. <laughs> yeah, like there are two options. Yeah, because over a third of the money that was is in circulation is printed in the last twelve months. Yeah. You see, the problem is I don't have any context for what that number normally is. Yeah, you know, is it normally twenty nine percent? It's thirty five now, and it's not it's that big that of a deal much to worry about. Right. Or is it normally five percent? Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, you've got to figure we did a couple of different, like, trillion-dollar recovery packages or whatever. So yeah. it's probably got to be, like, somewhere in the 5%, 10% range or something. Normally. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to think of what you would call that. I guess it would be um, just, like, what would what's the amount of U.S. currency printed in a given year? Like, what percentage It'd be something like that. Like what yeah, percentage percentage of U.S. currency printed in one year versus total in circulation or something like that, maybe? Yeah, there's probably someone with like an economic background. They're like, you guys. It's They're not listening this. to this podcast. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> there's no way. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, I would assume that it, it's got to be like, under 10% normally would be my guess just off my limited knowledge of the financial markets and having worked in that sector for a minute. But 
I can't imagine like it's too 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 much um so yeah but other than that don't really have much else on the Budapest episode it's just not one of the better episodes you're gonna find in the series I also like seriously you know curious if anybody wants to tell us the difference between the bathhouses in Budapest and bathhouses in the United States you know I'd love to have that conversation on the podcast so yeah if you're a bathhouse expert please go to the website submit through the contact portal that you are in fact a bathhouse expert and uh, leave us your contact information we'll get back to you I mean I would genuinely you know I because I don't think I like I get why they do it there Russia's big too you know it's a Europe thing yeah just, but we also I feel like I mean, we don't really have like hot spring. Like we have there hot was springs, that one place like, on um, Cho goes there for like on Chang Show. Cho goes to this place. I can't even remember where it is though. But it's like they go and like you eat steak. There's a sauna. They feed you these huge steaks, and like only men are allowed. I think, but I can't remember what city it's in. For, I want to say like Wisconsin or some shit, but I don't think that's right. Oh, I was gonna say somewhere in Japan, but no, it's in the U.S. It's in oh. the U.S. Hmm. Detroit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds Detroity. Yeah, maybe. I think you can kind of do whatever you want. Well, within reason. I mean, Detroit, as we talked about last week with the dude with the paramilitary gear, the speedboat and everything. Oh, God, that guy. <laughs> you boy. I would have made this episode better if dust was on the... <laughs> um, categories like would I go to Budapest? Like, yeah, I'd, I'd go there. I don't. I'd have to definitely do some hardcore research before going there to find restaurants and different stuff to do aside from walking from, you know, one side of the river to the other across a bridge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the main obvious thing to do, but like, I'm sure there's different architecture stuff to check out. Is you know, you could do a butcher old. crawl, apparently. Yeah, I'm probably not going to do that, but. Um, but yeah, I would, I would go there. Is it, I don't know where it would be on my list. It's not like super high. I feel like that's kind of one of those things where if you're in that part of the world, like maybe you add it on there if you're already over there kind of thing. Like, but are you like going to specifically go like, I'm going to Budapest next month for a week. It's like, or are you going to go to like Prague and then somewhere else and then Budapest? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. Kind of and link a couple things. Together, I just don't know how much there is to do in Budapest. I didn't get the vibe that there is a ton to do. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot to look at. I think the architecture seems really pretty, but it's like, you just want to go look at buildings, you know? Yeah. Uh, one thing learned was kind of like the Hungarian Revolution. Also that paprika is apparently in like everything that they cook over there. It was in every single, I feel like every single thing that Bourdain ate, <laughs> paprika was in there. Yeah. So, didn't really have a quote. Um, best scene I thought was the, yeah, I thought it was the, um, when he's like smelling the different spices in like the mixture that they use for the blood sausage. I thought that was kind of cool. That moves around. It's, it's not the best. I don't know. Um, no guest host. The schnitzel. Just, I think that's kind of like their big thing. So that's what I would pick to try i guess 
Yeah, I think I would have gone, mm, maybe the, just because the stuff I don't normally eat would be that pancake thing with the uh, the chicken liver and all of that. But, I mean, the schnitzel, my eyes lit up, too. When Even he was kind of excited. I mean, I think mostly because it was just so huge. Right, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, you fry something that perfectly. I'm going to take a look. <laughs> uh, ranking, I put it pretty low. I put it 33, so just a touch above. Las Vegas, which was an episode that we lost 10 minutes of our recording and we didn't really care because most of the episode was so outdated. Anyways, going back and rewatching it, we just were like, okay. I put this just right above the Bronx for me. Okay. So, so I don't even know what number that is, but um, shit, I th- it might have been worse than the Bronx. 32, and this is number four, so that would put it at like 35, I think, or something like that. Yeah, like it's just, it's just not... Something you'd go back and rewatch. So, uh, next week is Madagascar. So, I know, you know, as we mentioned on the previous podcast, not something that we were super excited for either. At least I wasn't, but it's definitely not going to be any worse than Budapest. No, that was the so. one redeeming <laughs> quality of this episode. It's like, I think we'll have, we'll have trouble uh, finding anything more boring. Yes. A little rough one, but they all can't be. They all can't be top ten episodes. You gotta have some some duds in there every once in a while. I feel like season four and season five are not like the best seasons. I feel like we're gonna go on a run here, though. But yeah, ones. like there's there's somewhere it's just it goes, and it's just like every episode is like, oh, this is awesome. Oh, this is awesome. Oh, this is. Awesome. We're just in this weird kind of. They were you figuring watch, it out. You, I think I know the answer to this, but you're not gonna watch that fight tonight, are you? Uh, no, is this the Mayweather? No, 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 no. no. If it, it wasn't so, if it was like ten bucks, I would get it. Yeah, but you're just gonna see the results on Twitter like thirty minutes after it. That's happens why I can't anyways. justify spending like sixty bucks yeah. on it or whatever it is. It might be a hundred. It's probably something stupid like that. It's dumb, and it's just the fact that like there's so many people that are like, oh, they, he's they're changing like the industry of boxing. It's like no, they're not. It's it's just it's just. I don't even know what you could call it. It's like celebrity cockfighting. Like, I don't know. Like, it's so dumb just from an actual, like, boxing standpoint. Like, this this should only go a couple rounds, like, realistically, right? But the, the problem is, like, it's all that manufactured business shit, like, on the back end. So it's like, is it beneficial for Mayweather to, like, let it go? six rounds and then they can do it again and make more money like it's all about money it's not about the actual fight because who's that guy fought so far logan paul didn't he fight like that british rapper dude or something and lost i'm gonna look at his other opponents, <laughs> but... like i don't think he's i don't necessarily think he's won anything but really this makes me question like how much money does Mayweather have left? Yeah. Some guy named KSI. That's it? You didn't find anyone else? I don't know. I'm not following as closely as you are, Ben. Okay. (laughs) It just bleeds into my life, unfortunately. Through the internet. But I'm not purposely, uh, not purposely looking. That's it? Yeah, so it's just that guy. Because I'm, I'm confusing him with his brother. Who's fought a retired basketball player. 
and a, a retired UFC retired guy. Retired UFC who guy. Who just had hip surgery. Yeah, and as now, I think he's going to fight another UFC guy who's kind of on the outs. Yeah. Tyron Woodley, who's but it's like known he, for wrestling again. I don't know. But that was pretty bad. So, yeah, I'm curious to see. Like, I will just watch the highlights because I'm not going to pay that much money to see an event. Yeah, that I'm not going to go to. 50 bucks. That's so much. Because you so know ridiculous. it's not going to last long. And even if it does last long, it's going to be boring. That's like the same price as a UFC card. Yeah. I think a UFC card's only like 20 bucks more. Yeah. I'm just going to watch the, uh, well, I'm going to watch the men's national team at the same time. So, playing Mexico tonight. Oh, yeah. They're in Denver, right? I think it's in Denver. The last game is in Denver. I don't know if they're moving around or what, but sure. It's in Denver. Yeah, they'll, they'll probably lose. Whew. Okay, Ray. They ch- they choke every time yeah, like it's the a- anniversary of D Day. Ray <laughs> s- goes against America. Nah, every time they they have one of these games that like this is the game that they can show how much progress they've made. They fall flat on their yeah, faces and no. they never show any progress. So here, that's a fair critique because also <laughs> the last game, they had a few chances early to like to kind of I don't know make the game more comfortable and they just kind of got out of it with just a one no win but it's like you, you should have really won that two three nothing who are they playing uh honduras this isn't qualifying right this is still friendlies dude or? there's so much shit going on so apparently this is some weird competition that i don't i'm not even that familiar with and the guy calling the game had he's he's like calling the goal and he used to play for the u.s and he's like in the and it's like he had to remember the name of the competition there. The because there is the Gold Cup, and that's like a normal thing they yeah. have all the time. Yeah. This is the CONCACAF Nations Cup or something. And then we have the, the Gold Cup this summer, yeah. and then World Cup qualifying starts. So it's just all packed in here. Yeah. But so, the, okay, so this is a nothing cup. This is like... It's just us trying to beat Mexico just to do it, though. It's like... Yeah. I mean, this is basically like what they have. Because in the Premier League, they have you have your Champions League, your Premier League, but then you have like the FA Cup. Yep. And there's something else in there, too. Uh, it used to be called four. the Carling Cup, but... Yeah, whatever the lowest level... I can't remember who has it. I feel it like now. this is like the lowest level cup yeah, uh, I don't know tournament. It's, but it's it's because we ended yeah. up against Mexico that it matters now. Because it matters for them and us. Because we just always want to beat them. Yeah. But, yeah. Man, we really got it heavy into Budapest today. I mean, <laughs> you should have left this podcast being a subject matter expert on everything Budapest. Because we gave you everything you need to know. Yeah, we didn't. Um, that's just not what we do here. Okay, we go off the episode, and the episode was a dud. So therefore, this is what we would have been doing while we were watching it. By the way, we've just been talking about everything but the fucking episode on. The yeah, TV. pretty much. I mean, it's just you know not one of the better episodes. Is no. what it is. And we don't think Madagascar is going to be great. I don't. No, I don't think so. There might be parts of it that are interesting, but I don't think overall. I feel like overall it's going to be on the same level as like Paraguay was. Like, interesting, but, like, nothing really stands out kind of thing. You know what I mean? That's kind of how Paraguay was. I don't even think Paraguay had, like, a great scene, really. I think it was the dude with the shotgun trying to sell shotguns on the river. You want to buy a shotgun? It's like, uh, no. (laughs) Thanks, though. (laughs) Uh, That's it. That's all we got. Shorter episode this week. Still got 45 minutes. You're welcome. (laughs) But... Next week will be better. Um, so, yeah, check out. Tomorrow will be another Chefs and Guests episode. That's with Olivia Hammond, who was the executive chef up at Spec uh, and is currently going to be working elsewhere. 
um, to be determined. Kind of whatever she decides on doing next hasn't uh, come out with that, but she came on the podcast. So that'll be coming out tomorrow. Um, so check that out. Also, last week was uh, Advanced Sommelier Greg Stokes. So if you didn't listen to that episode, make sure to go back and check that out too as well. And there'll be a handful more running all the way. I think like it's like six or seven kind of straight episodes that we'll have. So um, different perspectives and, and everything like that. So those will all be coming out. But um, yeah, make sure you visit the website. Um, finishing up kind of the little uh, reformatting for some of the pages there. So that's almost done. Um, follow the Instagram subscribe follow the podcast wherever you get your podcast from and um yeah that's about it appreciate everybody listening talk to you next week